Shalom and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. A couple months ago, when I had some family in town, I took them downtown to the Civil Rights Museum. And I, I'm not proud to say this, but I hadn't been since they redid the museum eight years ago. And if you haven't been uh, recently, it really is a must go. A gem for our city that has so much to teach the entire world. Among the many, many things that are heartbreaking and sickening and inspiring, One exhibit that really touched me deeply was the replica of the Montgomery City bus that Rosa Parks boarded in 1955. The exhibit is designed so that you can have a seat right next to her, can look into the face, into the eyes of a bronze sculpture of that true American hero. This intimate perspective, it gives you a glimpse into her steadfastness, her existential weariness, so tired of being treated as other, as less than, as not a full human being. Looking into her eyes, you start to get a sense of the struggle and the pain that must have welled up so many times inside of her on so many bus rides before that fateful day. And this week, as I studied our parasha, our Torah portion, I couldn't help but think of Rosa Parks and that exhibit. You see, the Torah tells the story of five brave women, Machla, Noah, Chogla, Milka, and Tirza, whose father, Salafidad, Salafidad, say that five times fast, uh, he died, leaving no sons, only daughters. You see, the law at the time did not allow daughters to inherit property, even if there were no male heirs. Now, Salafidad's land and his daughter's ability to earn a livelihood, they hung in the balance. We, readers in the modern day, we don't know how many daughters were left dispossessed before this case. But we do know that these women, these five women, recognized that this law was unjust, and they set out to do something about it. They brought their complaint to Moses, who promised to consult with God. God, hearing their pleas, you probably guessed it, God rules in their favor. God hands them not only perhaps the earliest recorded victory for women's rights, but for the first time in the Torah, God reverses and corrects an existing law that God came to see as unjust. Now, there are many parts of this story that we could unpack, but the question that I would like to explore tonight comes from Rabbi Brad Artson, head of the Ziegler School of Rabbinic Studies in Los Angeles. He asks, why hadn't Moses or any of the other elders been able to point out this legal injustice on their own? What special trait allowed the daughters of Zalafadad to notice an injustice and to speak out? Rabbi Artson brings a response from the medieval sage, Rashi, 
who answers their eyes, the, the daughter's eyes, saw what the eyes of Moses did not see. And too often, our own eyes resemble those of Moses. Moses, despite his greatness, despite being the most transformative leader in the history of the Jewish people, Moses did not see at first this injustice. I do want to say, in and of itself, this is not necessarily an indictment of Moses' character. But it does serve to teach us an important lesson that so often, that too often, those in power are blind to the injustice, the suffering, the unfairness experienced by those with less wealth and less influence. The daughters of Zelophehad taught that Moses and God and us, they taught all of us how crucial it is to make space for and to lift up voices that we might not otherwise hear, whether because they're on the other side of the aisle or the back of the bus or behind a wall. Maybe they're just too far away for the people who can really make a difference to hear their cries. But if there is one thing about God that our tradition insists upon, it is that God hears our cries. Just as Rosa Parks stood up, or more accurately, sat down, for the rights of her people, and the whole country slowly but surely heard her, saw her, and helped to bend that long arc towards justice. Our Torah teaches that when a law, even a divine law, does not recognize the tselem Elohim, the spark of holiness inherent in each and every human being, that God, too, will stand up for what is right. So beginning this Shabbat, may we work to be like God, like Rosa, like Machla, Noah, Chogla, Milka, and Tirza, to create a world that recognizes that divine image in each and every person. That regardless of sex or skin color, we are all deserving of dignity. And when we see that in the eyes of each person, we will truly live in a world redeemed. Kein may it be God's will. Shabbat shalom.